Bitter bong bong. Bitter bong bong. Bitter bong bong. Drew the Steel Drum Hernandez. Episode 11, January 18th, the year of our Lord, but not August's Lord, 2021. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Chris Paul was making fun of James' man boobs in practice. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. I don't even know where you're sitting at. But. <laughs> I believe this is getting a bit silly. Welcome to the season finale of Slam Drunk. Michael H. The H stands for Hold Down, Throw Down by Miley Cyrus. Boom, snap, clap. Boom, snap, clap. Snap, clap. Westner is here. And I'm your co-host, Drew Hernandez, the fourth. The fourth stands for the place in the AFC West division that the Broncos finished in. They fucking suck. Co-op that message. We have had a lot of fun segments and friends, guests, and enemies that we disguised as friends and guests this season. And we only have more coming for you next season. Yeah, we're really excited to have more people on, have more new segments, bring back some old segments, talk some sports, give you some giggles. And if you think you're good enough to be on our show, email us at slamdrunkpod at gmail.com and we will review your application fairly and foremostly. Housekeeping. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped as usual. This is a real email that we got from Untapped. It said, hi, I want to have sex with a stranger. Write me here with a lot of weird characters and accents over the G. That is a person that really requested to be our friend on Untapped, and you better believe we said yes. So if you're listening, we're here, baby. In this week's Fantasy League update for the Fantasy Johns 2020-2021 fantasy football season, yours truly, Drew Hernandez and or the Powder Blue Balls, has taken first place in the league with a victory over Billy in the bush. Bill, our European correspondent, couldn't hold his water. Ah. Today in Europe, soccer happened. Can I go home now, guys? Please? Okay, let's get to the songs where everyone shits on me. Time to shit on Mike, because in this week's episode, we recap artistically how August beat Mike, and then I, Drew, the almighty, the winner of the league, also beat Mike. Let's hear our song. Drew, let's tell them how we kicked Mike's ass. Make it dirty. Oh, son of a bitch, it's Grease. Michael Wessner, we kicked his ass. Michael Wessner, finishing last. I met a cuck, too easy for me. He stunk like pee. Fantasy drifting away. Oh, 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 the fantasy fights. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, oh. 
Did he score? Did he score? Did he get very far? Maybe three, maybe four, but he's no superstar. Cuck, cuck. Your poo. Cuck, cuck. Your poo. Cuck, cuck. Your poo. Cuck, cuck. Beat Mike by 60. He got a cramp. I'll beat him next week. Send him to camp. Got his hopes up, but his team lay down. Didn't set his lineup. Left three guys out. Back to back. We kicked his ass. Oh, oh, the fantasy fights. Oh, wella, wella, wella. Tell me more, tell me more. Did he put up a fight? Mike's a whore, couldn't score. We beat him with delight. Cuck, cuck. Your poo. 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 Cuck, cuck. We juiced and pulped him. Mike's lemonade. We called Easter. Got him first aid. Shout out Jamie. His mouth was flapping, but he was all talk. We stayed up, cleaning his clock. Fantasy, what a great league. Oh, oh, the fantasy fights. Tell me more, tell me more, but you don't gotta brag. Points galore, Mike's done for, get him a body bag. Oh, nice fade out. That's tasteful. Well, I've been eviscerated. That's the only thing I can say. That was beautiful. Great harmonies. At one point, Drew went down the scale while August went up the scale. August, you sound like a Muppet in like the best compliment. How much organization did that take? Three weeks. Yeah, oh it, it was recorded. The actual recording time overall probably took an hour, and we did it over the course of about three weeks, yeah. <laughs> Is that why we've been on such a long hiatus? You guys yeah, have just yeah. been working on a song for three weeks, and I just didn't know? <sighs> well, the proof's in the pudding, boys. That was a pretty good fucking song. And, yeah, I feel pretty bad. I, I didn't think that I was still in the playoffs at one point, and I didn't set my lineup, and apparently I was, so... I deserve every, every line of that song. Drew, congrats. You won fair and square. I thought you'd win all along. Clearly the football expert. You did well. But I'm the basketball expert, bitch. Moving to fantasy NBA. You're still ahead of me. Ironically, because I didn't set my lineup. We have all won a basketball fantasy game. August is leading the league because he's pretty smart and cool. Your turn, Drew. And he's a cutie. All right, I didn't like how that turned out. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing a game-picking method that I've never done before where we have a roster, we set the lineups, and then we also choose one game a week for each player. We'll figure it out. It's fun. Gives me an excuse to watch more games, which is always bad for my health, but good for my uh, podcasting resume. Overall, with the pick-a-game method, I did not realize NBA players play like four games a week. So I guess hats off to them. I mean, I understand kind of the conditioning issues they have now. And now, Mike, moving out of fantasy NBA, can you give me your kind of scoop on the 76ers and Adam Silver, the bald fraud? Joel Embiid for MVP, baby. When all of our starters play, we are undefeated. They're doing phenomenally. Daryl Morey fixed the roster. Doc Rivers is a good coach. And he's getting the best side of Tobias Harris, who at one point was on the MVP list. Ben Simmons is looking kind of cuckish right now. Maybe you should have traded in for Harden. But, you know, maybe if COVID hadn't fucked us over and the NBA hadn't fucked us over, which I'll talk about later, maybe we would still be in first place. But right now, I think we're comfortably in second. So I have never been happier as a Sixers fan. Drew and August are my sports therapists. 
they're there for me when I need it. And it's important in therapy to talk about the good times too, right? No, now it's time to move on to the Mike and Drew's housekeeping review. Mike, how's your house doing post-flood? It's good, man. No lasting damages. Uh, luckily, all our furniture. It like The water stopped right before the upholstery. So, hashtag blessed. Yeah, really not bad. A lot of work. Took about three days to clean up. Florida humidity is tough to mop in. But took a day off from work. Took a little three-day weekend. Drank a little bit. Listened to some radio and fixed up the fucking house. So thanks for asking. Drew, how is your house looking with the renovated bathroom and the basement that you have been updating on an ongoing basis and all of your painting activities? It is going. A slow but sure process, definitely. We are on to tiling now. So tomorrow the tile will be on the floor. And then after that, we start tiling the walls, put the fucking tub in there, Start taking showers. I can probably poop in my bathroom here again pretty soon. Jay, thanks for your poop hospitality. And Mike, did you get anything, assuming you are a Christmas celebrator, because not all of us are. <coughs> That's supposed to be a cough for August, but assuming you are a celebrator of Christmas, Mike, did you get any good gifts over the break? I know I sure fucking did. Yeah, I got a menagerie of stickers, which is fucking fantastic. Shout out, Cat. Shout out Dust by Proxy by Association. Also shout out Becca for her stickers separately. Um, not necessarily a Christmas gift, but a gift nonetheless. And very appreciative of them. Drew, how about you? Well, our listeners can't see it. But if they apply to be on our podcast with us by emailing us at slamdrunkpod at gmail.com, they can see my new recording studio where I got my new microphone. Thank you, Aunt Steven. Aunt Steven, fuck. Thank you, Uncle Steven and Angela. I also got a fucking awesome Slam Drunk flag featuring Mike and I and the beer and every single beer that we reviewed during our first season, not including this episode, which is fucking awesome. Thank you, Maddie, very much. Also from Cat and Dustin, I received Slam Drunk stickers and a sticker of a cartoon version of me with a uh, Chargers lightning bolt for my mustache. So solid, solid, solid all around. Couldn't be happier. And now for the last part of housekeeping, we're going to bring in our third leg, as we call him. August the Dogist is going to take three shots and then do an MLB rant for us. August, what do you have for us on the Major League Boothball for us? Guys, thanks for having me on. I have important rants that will be preceded by a couple shots of Bacardi rum. We have a rule on the Slam Drunk podcast that if I come on and talk for more than a sassy second, as we like to call it. I have to take as many shots as the guys have had beers to drink, and I think they've had three so far, so we're going to do three quick shots of Bacardi. Let's go. Oh, one. Keep it up, babe. You can do it. Oh, two. And you might be wondering, does August normally drink with us during our recording? The answer is no, because August stands by with a and has to keep us in check and keep the podcast moving on in our recording because this does take about two and a half hours for us to put out, you know, a 45-minute episode. So thank you, August, for beating the shit out of us into a submission. That is the third shot. My friend about the MLB is that the Cleveland Indians finally changed their fucking name. Thank God. Ends of rant. It was that simple. It, that's all they had to do. They had to just change their name. I don't know what it is. Hopefully, it'll be the Cleveland baseball team. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Fuck you, Turtlehead. Objectively, I think we should have one episode called, like, Sloppy Joe's or something. You guys run the podcast and I drink and rant the whole time? Yes, precisely. Mm-hmm. Is this supposed to say Vicodin? I think so. It is our last... Does Drew have a burp in there? No. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. It is our last Let's Get Shitty of the season. It's 2021, baby. The NBA is back in session, and you know that they fucked everything up. So let's talk about it. As of January 12th, 100 new players have contracted COVID in the NBA since the bubble ended. And for context, the bubble only ended a few months ago. So they said, we're not doing the bubble anymore, and we're just going to completely fucking forget about COVID. Oh, also, the NBA only has like 450 players, so that's like one in four players. I will give them a pass on the one in four if they up their number of dinosaur mascots for teams to also be one in four. The most deserving demographic of mascots. Drew, do you support or oppose an NBA team just changing its mascot to a COVID cell? or whatever you call it, like the little ball. If there is some elaborate reference to dinosaurs, but actually, no, I, I'm, I'm not to be, to be, if we're getting serious here, no. <laughs> the Kansas City COVID-19s. Anyway, they have been very, very inconsistent with their postponements. They didn't schedule the second half of their season on purpose so that they could postpone games in the first half, but then just decided we're only going to do that for some games. You know this is close to my heart because the Sixers had a couple players out with covid and they did not get their game postponed against the Nuggets a couple Saturdays ago. Seth Curry contracted it, was still on the bench versus the Nets. They did not contract trace him. They went ahead and just had the Sixers play. They had the Nets play. Seth Curry was the only person who was out for COVID. And yeah, they postponed them even though they only had seven players available and the maximum amount of players that you need to suit up for an NBA game to play is eight. They literally had to suit up Mike Scott, who was out with a knee injury, just to have him literally put the uniform on, throw a basketball out at warm-ups, and then go home to not forfeit their game against the Nuggets. So Adam Silver, you are a bald fraud. Either pause the season or start postponing games with some sort of consistency, you absolute snake-headed fuck. I just suggest everyone listens to Mike. He is very informed, great at what he does. I enjoyed that. James Harden got fat after the McRib came out. In keeping with our tradition of honoring those sports teams and leagues that are pro-democracy and really try to let social justice ring in the new years and, and try to do the right thing, the WNBA was a huge supporter of voting rights and specifically the Atlanta Dream campaigned really hard and got a lot of people to go out and vote, even though their owner, Kelly Loeffler, was running in the special runoff election in Georgia. Loeffler, who ran on a campaign of voter disenfranchisement, and I would, I would say some, some misinformation. August, would you say that as well? I would. The Atlanta Dream, who are owned by one Kelly Loeffler, actually came out in t-shirts that said vote Warnock. So they took a stand, a a risky stand, especially considering uh, Kelly Loeffler is their owner and the WNBA isn't on the strongest footing as a whole and really spoke their minds about the elections in general and got people to vote. And we appreciate that. 
We have been huge proponents all along of teams pushing people to vote, including their own players and their fans and their organizations to open their stadiums. And we fucking love that. Uh, go Warnock, go Atlanta Dream, fuck you, Kelly Loeffler, and the Democrats took the Senate. So thank you, Atlanta, thank you, Georgia, and thank you, WNBA. Also, remember that time when I went from last place to the championship in fantasy football? That was pretty awesome, right? I don't gotta fucking congratulate him for shit. Okay, no. He is in that, James Thanks. Harden to Brooklyn! Brooklyn! Now it's time for Beer of the Week. It's time to open our fourth beer and get into the beer of the week. This week, we're reviewing the favorite beer of one Michael H. Cuck Westner, the traditional yingling lager. Quote, famous for its rich amber color and medium-bodied flavor with roasted caramel malt for a subtle, fuck, subtle, subtle sweetness and a combination of cluster fucking cascading hops, this true original delivers a well-balanced taste with very distinct character from America's oldest brewery. The traditional lager is 4.5% ABV, whatever the fuck that means, we still don't know. And it comes from the oldest brewery in America, which started in 1829. In anticipation of Mike moving down to the other Bay Area for college, Yingling bought a brewery in Tampa in 1999. In 2017, they were given an award for their energy saving and sustainability practices. And they've paired up with the American Eagle Foundation, not the Eagle Scouts, so don't worry. The Eagle Foundation, which protects the bald eagle, America's bird. Even though, fun fact, Ben Franklin tried to have America's bird be the turkey, which kind of would have been cool. But Eagle Foundation is cool too, so go yingling. Also, just a sidebar, August fact-check me on this, but I believe that it is women-owned and operated. I believe four sisters own yingling. Mike is correct. Mike is correct. He is right. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Mike, do you have a yingling story to tell us? Okay, I think that August and I drank Yanglings at the Bucks Eagles game in Tampa. And even if we did not, I don't think August has the proof. I've talked about it before. We went with my whole Audi ass family from Northeast Philly. Super fun. We went in an RV. They gave us our own little RV parking area for only Eagles fans, which was very cool. And then they had such terrible ticketing at the entrance to the stadium that we missed almost the entire first quarter, including a Deshaun Jackson touchdown for the Buccaneers the year before he was traded. We heard the cannons go off from outside and the Philly fans started chanting. What did they chant? Something to the effect of that the Buccaneers were pussies because they didn't want Philly fans inside and that they were purposefully keeping them out. And then we all started singing, no one likes us, no one likes us, no one likes us, we don't care. Someone saw me in my Kelsey jersey and shoved me and started singing this song to me really loudly. And then we all got sun poisoning because it was the hottest day in Tampa Bay Buccaneers history. And Yingling definitely hydrated us for it. We were totally prepared for it. And it was lovely. Gotta love Yingling. It was really frustrating that they did not let the Eagles, like there was an entrance right at that section at the Eagles tailgate section. And they just didn't let us in right away. That was it was cool. like a visitor section, and we were just standing. My cousin was so pissed. He was like, what, are they just not fucking with the Philly fans? And I was just like, yeah, probably. I think we were still drinking Yinglings. Maybe that's why they didn't want us in. Anyway, they actually and- bought a super pack for destroying sea turtle habitat. <laughs> but you wouldn't know that from the outside. Baptize okay. them in the fear, man. Talk while we're doing this. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You were not muted. We got every bit of that juicy goodness. Now, we're going to switch gears and get a little evangelical. 
It's Prophet Drew's Conversion School of Madden. Welcome to the School of Madden. We here at the Slam Drunk Podcast are starting a religion. We are founding the Church of Football. I am Drew. I am the prophet. We have Mike here as well, our Cardinal of Carbonation. We also have August, the ball boy. And I studied religion in college, and there are a lot of similarities between how fans experience football and how religious people experience the spiritual world. From the pilgrimage to Mecca to the pilgrimage to the Super Bowl, from the holy wafer to the chicken wing, from the taking of the blood of Christ to the drinking of the beer, from the baptism to the beertism, we have started our own religion and we are ready for evangelicism. We are ready for evangelism to take over and we are ready to recruit new people to our religion. And we have already done that and we will do it in the future. The way that we have already done that is we have pre-recorded our conversations with definitely random and definitely not people that we already know and definitely not people faking voices in Madden as I play them and convert them to the Church of Football. Wow, let's hope that these people are not stereotypes and that everyone has a good wholesome time. I sat down with these wonderful people, talked to them about religion, talked to them about football, and tried to show them the way to the football heaven, while also beating the shit out of them in Madden. Madden 21 is not a sponsor of this video. All rights are reserved to Madden. Although we did dig up the grave of John Madden and took the copyright from him. Patent pending. I'm pretty sure John Madden's alive. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Fast passer, you got a mic? Big Daddy Rob Jr., come on, buddy. Banks Knox, are you there? Banks Knox. Banks Knox. Banks Knox. Are you there? I'm going to dance on you if you're not answering me. And don't be running no man blitzes on me either. It's a trash defense. It says Fast Passer says something. What did you say? The Fast Passer says something. I didn't hear you. McLovin, are you there? I see you have a mic. Are you there, though? McLovin, I'm trying to proselytize my religion to you. All right, McLovin. So basically what we're trying to do over here, I'm on a podcast. It's called Slam Drunk. It's one of the best po- po- t- fuck. It's one of the best podcasts you ever listen to. And that's on your mother. Now, what we're doing is we're starting a religion. We're starting a football religion, an NFL religion to be specific. And we're trying to get people to join. Now, we'll forgive you even though you're a Patriots fan. We can move past that, but I need you to talk to me. Come on, come on. Can you give me McLovin? Can you give me McLovin? McLovin55, you're officially about to be a bitch, dude. Box, you got a mic? What's up, dude? How are you doing? Just enjoying the... What's today? Tuesday? What's your name? Carl? Oh, Paul. Well, Paul, to make a long story short, me and my buddies, we got a podcast. And right now, we're starting a... uh, NFL religion and basically we're talking to people about it on Madden fast passer are you there I swear I heard you for a second I'm trying to start a religion dude I'm giving you a VIP pass right now 
If you don't answer, you're just going to have to listen to me eat Altoids. Do you say Altoids or Altoids? Come on. Just give me a little unmute action. Banks Knox. Banks Knox. Alright, let's see who Banks Knox throws it to. Don't throw it to your tight end. Oh, Banks Knox. You're making me breathe heavy into my mic. I'm full of excitement. RPO Peak Zone Bubble. You watch YouTube. I know you watch YouTube. I'm a co-host of the Slam Drunk Podcast. You may have heard of it. If you haven't, give it a little check out. If you like sports, beer, and laughing, we're the pod for you. And uh, quite frankly, we are starting a religion. I know, hot right off of the bat. We're starting a religion, and we want to know what you think about it. What kind of religion, you think? That's a football religion, sir. Fuck. You talk to us about it, we might just even make you a member for free. Harry Poppins, you got a mic? Uh, oh, hey, it's me, Harry Poppins. All right, before before I proselytize to you, I need to know, how old are you, Harry Poppins? I am 10 and 7 months in March. And That's I'm going to fuck your shit with Lamar Jackson. One, no you won't. I'm going to eat your fucking ass at Madden. And two... <laughs> And two. Did you just say you eat my ass? <laughs> that one should have been number two, and I should have backed away from that. <laughs> Come on, what's number two? And number two. And number two, Harry Poppins. And number two, Harry Poppins is. I'm glad you're ten years, seven months, because ten years, four months is our cutoff, so I can interview you today about the Church of Football. All right, and the number one thing I've been looking for someone about your age to talk to, to talk to you about this. I'm sorry, I've been looking for someone your age to talk to you about this because, just like any other religion, we allow people to drink underage, and we know that the state and the feds won't fucking barge in our business. Gary Johnson, 2016. Oh my God, I'm I'm winded. So you're telling me. AC Hernandez 17 that I can drink something stronger than a soda pop in your religion? Harry Poppins, it won't be quite as strong as a soda pop because you're actually only allowed to drink Coors Light if you're under the age of 11. Shit! But overall, yes, you can drink beer. Just, you know, in a small amount. Do I have to cut my pee-pee off? <laughs> if your parents didn't already make that choice for you, we won't make that choice for you either. We are completely pro-choice on circumcision. Did somebody die and get reborn for this religion? Yes, Vince Lombardi. Okay. No, actually it was Carson Wentz. It was the opposite. He was born and then we killed him. I hated him ever since he wasn't a virgin. Shaquille Oatmeal, you got a mic? I'm trying to talk religion, I'm trying to talk football with you. Yeah, what's up, bro? This is Shaquille Oatmeal. You know I always keep it real with the Quaker Oats. You mind if I just call you Oatmeal? Yeah. Full names only, baby. Alright, Oatmeal, I'm getting straight to the fucking point with here today. Alright? I'm starting religion, me and a couple of my buddies. It's centered around football, we drink beer, we dress in our jerseys, we organize around professional football, and I'm here, I have a quota today, alright? I gotta get at least five people to join my fucking religion today, and you're gonna be one of those five. 
Yeah, man, what's up? You know I ain't no trendsetter. You know, I'm a bit of a sheep, man. People call me sheep, the Shaquille Oatmeal, the sheep, man. You know I can't join if there ain't a fucking party popping in there. How many people you got joined already tonight, homie? We have exactly 68 people, so we're looking for 69. Ooh, my favorite number player. All right, sign me up. What do I got to do? Who's, who, who, who's bold if I got to dunk my head in? What, what kind of liquids do I have to drink? Do I got to cut my nuts off, you know? You know what I'm getting at? Well, first of all, I think you're the perfect fit to be our 69th member, okay? You already said you're a sheep. We're starting a religion. That's exactly what we're looking for. Every religion needs its sheep. You're here to be number 69 for us. In regards to the question that you just asked, you got to cut your balls off. You don't have to cut your balls off, but you have the option to skin your dick. Boy, you call me the sheep? I need a shepherd. Who's in charge of this operation? All right, Oatmeal, here's the deal. I'm the prophet. I'm the representation. I'm in charge. I'm the big hoss. We got football gods. I report to them. But that's none of your concern. All right. We got one god for each team. <laughs> we got gods for the turf. We got gods for the rain. We got the god of sportsmanship. Real nice guy. And... I'm the one filling out the paperwork so that we can get tax exemption and I can launder all of that money into my own private business. All right, Shaquille Oatmeal, it was good playing you today. You cover two is garbage, make some adjustments, switch to cover four. And you got any questions for me on your way out before you join our religion by emailing slamdrinkpot at gmail.com? Yeah, bro, can you write all this down on like a fucking napkin or something? Send it to me. This is a lot of information. Here's how it works here. You email us, we email you back. All right, other than that, we're showing up at your door with a chicken wing and a beer, and we're gonna ID. Dog, you know I'm a vegetarian. Fedora the Explorer, you got a mic? Fedora yeah, the Explorer, up? come on. Oh, what's that? What do you want? My friends call me Dora. Okay, what's up, Dora? I'm here to share the good word of football. I hate football. I'm only playing oh. this so I can get better to beat my cousin. What can you offer me? Well, you can pray to the football gods that your cousins will get shit on in Madden. And by pray, I mean secretly, you can send me 10 bucks on Venmo, and I will match in a game with them and absolutely rock their shit. Yeah, that would sound pretty good. Do I have to cut my dick off? <laughs> you don't have to cut your dick off, but you have the choice to. In our religion, in the Church of Football, you can do whatever you want to with your dick. You want to skin it, you want to cut it, that's up to you. You want to leave it alone? Perfectly fine. Not our business. What is our business is how you practice in our religion. And here's a few ways. <laughs> and here's a few ways you can practice in our religion. One, every single team has its own football god. You have to wear special clothing. We're talking about jerseys, hats, pajamas if you get them on Christmas, you know. We have gatherings when there's not a fucking pandemic. Don't gather. The next thing you can do, you're going to eat certain foods, you're going to drink certain drinks. <coughs> we specifically drink beer. If you're not burping, you're not worshipping. That's what we say. Okay? And second, we eat chicken wings. The official food of the Church of Football. Also, one of the best perks of joining our religion is we are advocating for us not having to go to work on our days of worship, which are game days. What do you think about that? Oh, perfect. I was just looking for an excuse to stop writing crossword puzzles at the old folks' home. I'm so excited. I can finally get out of work Mondays and Tuesdays, and I think Wednesdays too, right? Yeah, there was one, there was one game on Wednesday this year. Definitely forgettable. Perfect. We also got games on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay, I'm in.
Hey, Oprah Winfrey, you got a mic? Hey, go to hell, buddy. Football hell or regular hell? Take your pick, I'm not religious. Football hell it is. Welcome to the Chicago Bears. Zinger. Oh, man. What if he's wearing the same shorts? That son of a bitch. Was it really yesterday at 4 p.m.? Oh, I think I was drunk then. I give you permissions to reference it as my manhood. This is Redemption. Slam Drunk has and always will be about one thing, personal growth and beer. But God knows we aren't perfect. And that's why we are bringing you a segment to redeem ourselves and actually show personal growth. On our last episode, our very own flawed co-host, Drew, number 32, couldn't name five women in sports. And so we've created a segment to redeem his soul. Here's how it works. Drew shotguns a beer and then has to name five female athletes. If he can't do it, he does it all over again. So do, do we just start now? Players right, begin. Let me, let me prep my beer. For everyone out there, this is for you. This is an ice-cold fucking beer. I have two pounds of ice sitting with three beers in a metal bowl. This beer is fucking cold, okay? I just pulled it out like 30 seconds ago. I'm rubbing my little air bubble. If you don't know the air bubble shotgun trick, you're a fucking freshman, you're a noob, then uh, shotgun your beers correctly. I'm also about to open this thing with a pair of scissors. I'm, I'm sitting here on a turf floor in a recliner in front of a desk. So if this gets on the floor, it's just... It's here forever, basically, till we sell this house. But the plan is, it all goes in my mouth. He is drinking. Oh. He is drinking. He has drunk. Oh, that is cold. Okay. Okay. Five female athletes. Dr. Jen Welter, former football player, current coach. Started with the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know exactly where she is now. Sylvia Fowler. Drafted by the Chicago Sky, second overall, is a center. The Chicago Sky is my new WNBA team. We'll get to that in a second if we need to talk about it. Elena Della Don, also drafted by the Chicago Sky, also second overall, a small forward. Now she plays for the Washington, I want to say it's Mystic is their team name. Sarah Fuller, kicker for Vanderbilt. Julie Ertz, Naomi Osaka. That's six. Oh, and Ronda Rousey from fucking New Mexico. That was, that was the one that I told myself I would definitely fucking get. Anyone else from the Chicago Sky or just the two members of the Chicago Sky? Okay, yeah, so the I know there's that? a third teammate. I mean, there's more than three teammates, obviously. The <laughs> one that I remember from watching the highlights, okay? This was in, like, December. I've been, I've been trying to buy into the Chicago Sky. I think they're going to be my team. I don't remember her first name. Her last name yeah. is Vandersloot. Are you sure? I'm positive. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm in the market for a WNBA team because Philly doesn't have one. So you sell know, me on the Chicago Sky. Okay, so a couple of things. From a personal perspective, Trevor always complains about fucking Chicago this, Chicago that. Oh, Drew, why didn't you be a Bulls fan? You ended up being a Sixers fan. You knew me before, blah, blah, blah. 
bullshit, bullshit. The Bulls haven't been relevant in 27 years. Okay. So I decided this is an out for Trevor. Trevor, love you very much. The color scheme, I'm pretty sure, is like exactly the same as the retro Chargers. I'm pretty sure it's like a powder blue yellow. Perfect. Um, and I'm also pretty sure that uh, Elena Della Don from. Okay, hold on. I'm looking at the fucking screen. Okay, I'm not reading off the list. I'm trying to remember where she went to college. I know Sylvia Fowler went to LSU. Della Don went to Delaware because that's where Nasir Adderley went. I remember that now. Drew, the first thing that comes up when I Google Vandersloot is Joran Vandersloot is a Dutch convicted murderer. I, I do listen to podcasts regularly about serial killers, but I am, I am positive there is a player that is currently playing for or has played for the Chicago Sky by the last name Vandersloot. Wow, congratulations, Drew. I can tell that you've been working on this a lot um, to not be a sexist fuck that uh, you came off across as. And I know that you've been working hard on your relationship with Trevor ever since that you admitted to him that you were a Sixers fan and I appreciate it a lot. So um, I'm ready to buy into the Chicago sky with you. I also picked Chicago because I had a great time visiting Chicago and watching the Chargers play the Bears last year with Trevor. And I think that it could be a really great place for us to all go and watch presumably our first WNBA game. Yes, it would be for me, and August is nodding. So, yes, commit to that. Chicago Sky, we'll see you in 2024. And, Drew, just fantastic work. I know you've been studying hard for this. Um, shotgun another beer for me, would you? I will not because we have three more beers scripted into the episode. That, the other thing I want to say is, you know, I was pretty bummed when – I mean, I, didn't, I, I don't know if you guys listened to the last episode, but I didn't even get, give it an attempt. I didn't even give myself a chance. And uh, it's just quite ridiculous the amount of attention I pay to sports and not be able to do that. So I'm looking forward to further growth in the future. Mike, now it's your turn to showcase your personal growth. You've had to shotgun a beer quite a few times this season. Once was for not knowing what shorts I was wearing. So now I ask you, Mike, can you guess what shorts I'm wearing? And if you can't, you have to shotgun a beer. Cargo. Cargo shorts. That was my guess. Cargo shorts. I've thought a lot about it. I'm not wearing cargo shorts. God damn it, dude. What shorts are you wearing? Okay, so actually the funniest part about this bit is just a little while ago, I messaged August on Zoom and I said, hey, should I take my shorts off and just be in my underwear? So when he guesses, he automatically gets it wrong. Um, (sighs) And then I I forgot to do it. So then I didn't do it. And so I'm in like khaki shorts. I don't want to say golf shorts because I'm not a golfer. But cargo shorts by definition have the side pockets and these do not. So... I feel like I'm at a severe disadvantage in that I can only name two types of shorts that aren't board shorts, like athletic and cargo. I don't know what anything else is. The odds of these shorts being the same ones I wore last time are the same odds as an NBA player having COVID. Do with that information what you will. And just in case you zoned out for a little bit while you're driving and possibly ran off the road, here's what just happened. Mike has to shotgun a beer because he could not correctly guess what type of shorts I'm wearing. He guessed cargo shorts. He was wrong. However, to be fair, if Mike was held to the same standards I was just held to, he'd have to shotgun two beers because I had to shotgun before. And then if I was not able to do it, I was going to have to shotgun again. That's what the rules say in my script. Mike, I think you're getting off a little bit easy, but I'll allow it. I'm getting off easy because I knew more than five women who played sports last month. Ooh, with a pen again. Oh, God. Every fucking time. Oh. oh, yeah, baby. I'm crouching in my shower right now. August, what is the next segment I'll have to wait for for a pee break? 
but I don't really need to pee right now. I definitely wrote that. Do you want to do a commercial? Commercial. Commercial, okay. <clears throat> Are you an individual who suffers from excessive unibrow hair between what should be your only two eyebrows? Yes. Well, now we have the solution for you. With LASIK, between the eye hair zapper offer, offer, we offer to you a zapping offing method for your LASIK eyebrows. Is your third eye covered by unibrow hair? Is your name Anthony Davis, one of the superstars you signed for the Los Angeles Lakers and made the competition in the NBA unbearable for yet another year? Yes, I am Anthony Davis, number three on the Los Angeles Lakers power forward with the unibrow. Can well, you help me? Well, here's how our LASIK unibrow two-brow separator works. Now with our new patented Dyson Airball Vacuum and Bow and Arrow technology, we can shoot off, no, we can shoot a vacuum straight between your fucking eyes, nerd. Are you a more traditional customer? Are you not interested in a vacuum being shot in between your eyes? Well, we have good news for you. We have the actual Robin Hood on our staff. And what he does is he shoots children's bow and arrows that you can buy at what was formerly known as Toys R Us and we put wax on them just like if you were to wax any other part of your body and he shoots it right between your eyes a child runs up yanks it off and returns the dart to him and you are now unibrow eyebrow free healthcare a problem premiums too expensive to buy the LASIK laser offer vacuum and bow and arrow method? Well, we got fucking Robin Hood, baby, and he's robbing from the rich and shaving the poor between the eyes. Buy today, Anthony Davis. What happens with the kid afterwards? Eaten. We ate the kid. Times are tough. Welcome to our next segment of the 11th episode of the Slam Drunk Podcast, and it is called Brands on Brands on Brands NFL Edition. So now we are uh, going to open either our fifth or sixth beer, depending on how you count, and we are going into official sponsors of the NFL. Are they or are they not? The Super Bowl is coming up, all right? It is, the Super Bowl time is upon us. We all know one of the main attractions of the Super Bowl is not only the teams, but also the commercials, and the brands that they sponsor. So, we are going to play a game. Ciao. Kuchiga, kuchiga. The Super Bowl is inevitable, man. And in this true or false game, we're going to make statements like blank is the official sponsor of the NFL. And then we have to say if it's true or false. And if we get it wrong, we have to shotgun a full bottle of vodka. That's not true. We're just going to kind of lackadaisically drink Pottsville's finest, the Amber Lager from Yingling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Tostitos is the official chip and dip sponsor of the NFL. Correct. True. Wait. Yes, you are correct. It is true. That was correct. 
True or false? Velveeta is the official processed cheese of the NFL. I'm going to say false. I don't think Velveeta would use processed in their advertisements, but I could be wrong. It is false, and I think that you are correct to focus on the term processed there. Vicodin is the official painkiller of the NFL. False. Correct. It is false, but our dear friend Trevor, Chicago Sky fan, says that it's true. Gucci is the official jockstrap provider of the NFL. Oh my god. I I'll take the I'll take the point that I lose if it's not right, but uh I want to say true so badly because I want it to be true. So true. It's false, but I also wanted it to be true. I figured it was false, but holy shit, I just Gucci, you need to get on that. Lycos Greek yogurt is the official yogurt of the NFL. Um you know, I don't like the way Greek is thrown in there. I don't like that extra adjective. Oh, yeah, I do. Fuck it. True. It is true. Oikos is the official yogurt of the NFL. And this question has a part B. Oikos cut ties with Cam Newton in 2017 after saying to a reporter, quote, it's funny hearing a female talk about routes. True or false? I remember that. I'm going to say true. It is also true. Oikos was a good round for you, Mike. Oriental rugs are the official carpet of the NFL. False. Correct. Unfortunately. Well, Shag carpeting should be the official carpet of the NFL if it's not already. Shag carpeting should be the official carpeting of the NBA. Morgan & Morgan is the official domestic abuse attorneys of the NFL. Is that who uh, Tyreek saw before I dropped his ass? I can't um, tell you or, or it would reveal the answer. Yeah, well, maybe he diverged. Maybe he went with the unofficial domestic abuse line. False. It is false, yes. But goddamn, that would be funny. Not too funny, but that would be a bad marketing gimmick. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL. Big true. That is true, yes. Quaker Oats is the official oat of the NFL. Shout out Friends School League. I'm going to go false. It is true. No way. Good for them. Good for the Quakers. Blue Lives Matter is the official social justice movement of the NFL. Did you say Blue Lives Matter, just to clarify? I said blue, as in the color of the rainbow. Okay, uh, the rainbow is not blue, but I'll say false anyways. Okay, well, blue is a color of the rainbow. It is a color of the rainbow, it's not the color of the rainbow. What did you say? It's false. It, yes, it's false. True or false, the Michael Vick's no-kill shelter for dogs is the official animal shelter of the NFL. <laughs> you should have said uh, Pitbulls are the official dog sponsor of Mike Vick. Oh, man. That, that's a real fucking stumper, man. Um, I'm going to go true. It's false. They wouldn't publicize that. Campbell's Soup is the official soup of the NFL. 100% true. I know my NFL sponsors, and that Campbell's Soup is one of them. From Donovan McNabb to Dakota Prescott. Correct. I, I am almost ashamed of my NFL knowledge. Anyways, LinkedIn is the official business platform of the NFL. Do you say LinkedIn or Lipton, as in the T? LinkedIn is the official business platform. Um, I have to go false. I think it's Lipton Iced Tea. It is false, but it is not Lipton Iced Tea. <laughs> I don't know. I got half the question right. Trevor is a Chicago truther. My God, the reactions would be beautiful if they were expecting comedy and it was just like, get an abortion today. Mike, are you there? My fingernail is stuck in the tab of my yingling lager.
And now it's time for the Mike and Drew impromptu snack review. Oh, oh. Did I, I was that you? little boy, that little baby boy was me. I once was a boy, but now I am a man. And today we are reviewing the tale. <clears throat> we are reviewing the snack as old as time, the carrots and ranch snack. Now this is a duo snack. This might be our first time doing this. So we're getting pretty crazy here with our carrots and ranch. Mike, what do you think about this duo before we hop into it? This old duo is called ants on a log. If you don't know what ants on a log are, this is a baby carrot dipped inside of some ranch salad dressing from the Jolly Green Giant himself, Hills Natural Shotgunnable Ranch. Drew, are you ready to act a horse and bite into this carrot with me? I'm ready to fuck up a carrot, dude. Uh Uh-huh. That's a good carrot. Noisy, ain't she? And here's the thing. You might be wondering, oh, what if the ranch isn't good? Look, there's hardly bad ranch. Okay, ranch is, ranch is like pizza. Ranch is like, even bad ranch is going to be okay. It's going to be good. You're still going to want to eat it, especially on a carrot. If you eat carrots by themselves, you're a psychopath, and I'm calling the FBI. Put a little bit of ranch on your carrot. Even if it's every other dip, you know, if you want a little bit of carrot by itself, sure. Or you're a horse, in which case we're still calling the FBI, baby, because I saw a horse outside of the Capitol breaching. That's not true. No horses were incited there. No horses allowed. All shame aside, it is time for the Mike and Drew beer review. Did we already do the beer review? This is the Mike and Drew beer review. In case this is your first time here or your first time at the two and a half hour mark in our podcast, this is where Mike and I do a review of the beer we have drank for this podcast that Mike and I are on. Hence the Mike and Drew beer review. Okay. So now we're going to open the last beer of our show and we're going to finish it. So Mike, what do you think about Yingling? Presumably your all time favorite beer. Now that we're six beers deep. Presumably it's right, Drew. It's my all-time favorite. Maybe, okay, if I hmm, okay, if I had to choose between all of the beers and I only got one more beer before I was hung for tax evasion at the grand scale when I was elected to Congress to represent the 51st state of Uruguay after the colonization period of the 2030s, um, I wouldn't choose Yingling. It's not the best beer. But holy shit, if I'm out at a bar and you say, What's the beer that everyone has except for Deming, New Mexico, fucking apparently? I got to go Yingling, man. It's Pottsville's finest, okay? Pottsville, P-A. It's the oldest brewery. They know what they're doing. They've been doing it for a while. They're run by four women named the Yingling Sisters, and they support bald eagles. What more do you have to ask for from your beer, man? Drew, how is Yingling sticks in for you, buddy? I'm really glad you were able to keep your analysis of this beer objective because no, this is not the best beer I've ever drank. I know this is one of your favorite beers. I appreciate your objectiveness. This is not the best beer I've ever drank, but as far as like cheap beers go, like this is an affordable beer for sure. As far as cheap beers go, this is the cream of the fucking crop top. Okay. Yingling is really good. 
I'm glad that I got to drink actually seven of them now that, you know, this one is here. This has been sitting in my mini fridge since whenever Mike visited me, like fucking August. It's delicious, really easy to drink, easy to shotgun, easy to drink slowly, easy to drink quickly. I would give this beer a solid like eight and a half out of ten. This checks a lot of boxes for me. And Mike, real fast, I don't think I got a rating from you on a scale of one to ten. Can you go ahead and uh, yoss that over my way? Yeah, my bad, player. Let me yoss it on over to you. Six thousand out of ten. I would say on the shotgun ability scale, I would give Yingling a solid. I'm not going to hold it against Yingling that this beer was ice cold when I shotgunned it, and it summoned the Yeti in the back of my throat basically when I shotgunned it. So. This is actually really good. I'll give it an 8 out of 10 for shotgun ability. I think it's a really good shotgunnable beer. It's not too heavy. It doesn't hurt to shotgun if it's not too cold, that is, as Drew pointed out. And it's fucking tasty. You get the taste while it's going down, and it tastes delicious. It's no uh, 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 oatmeal stout or whatever it was that Nathan gave us that was really delicious, which might actually be the best beer I've ever shotgunned, but it's still fucking delicious. Drew, if this beer were a shotgunnable professional sports team, uh, what professional shotgun sports team would it be for you? Well, I hate to recycle material, but something I will always carry with me from now until my deathbed is Mike saying that Shinerbach is a beer that he like identifies with me more than he's ever like identified like a beer with a person, and that translated to the Chargers and identifying the Chargers with me or a team with me as a person. And so I think that I have to identify this beer as the Philadelphia Eagles because I had never had this beer until I went to college. And I also really had never like met someone from Philly until I went to college. And now I have, I mean, I would say at least five friends from Philly. Now I have Philly in my life. I have the Eagles in my life. I have friends from Philly in my life. And now I have the Philly brewery in my life. So I got to go with the Eagles. Uh, uh, Delaware County, Delco represent. I, I got goosebumps when you said that, buddy. Because it's true. I'd never met anyone from New Mexico before I'd met you. Or honestly, anyone from Texas where Shinerbach is brewed. And that's really how I feel about Shinerbach. So I appreciate you saying that to all of us. Yeah, I would have to do the same. I think I blacked out on Yingling during the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 52. August and I had a tradition of getting Yingling before every game during that playoff run. And it worked. All of our superstitions paid off. All of our trips to Wawa paid off. And Big Dick Nick came in clutch. I wrote an essay about that Super Bowl night, which is a top 10 night in my life so far in 24 years. And in that essay, I believe I said that while Tom Brady was throwing his Hail Mary pass to the end zone to tie the game or at least get the game closer. I cracked open one Yingling past infinity and every Yingling that I've ever opened after that has been one more Yingling past infinity. I fucking love this beer. Love you, Drew. I appreciate that. This is definitely the Eagles for me as well. There's not much more to say than that. Definitely my favorite beer as far as cheap, good beers go. Yingling was my first beer at a baseball game. I, I think that's I think Yingling was my first Sixers Eagles beer as well. Or Phillies. It honestly might have been my first beer at a sports park. Here they come. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. On, On the, the run. run. Stand Team up and up, cheer. Step up and 
cheer <laughs> on the run Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Uh, here they come come team, team of, of the year, year. I'll just get One, in here. Two, One, two, three, four, five, six, 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 six. He doesn't know the words. He's a fake fan. Seven, seven, eight, Clap your hands. Everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the first season of Slam Drunk with Us. I'm your host, Drew Hernandez, the fourth. I'm your co-host, Michael Hoedown Throwdown. Wait, Michael, yeah, Mike, Michael, I forgot my own name. Michael H, the Hoedown, stands for Throwdown, Westner. August Dichter is our ambidextrous producer, head writer, and editor. Sophie Levinson is our sound engineer. Tyler Salami Eglin slammed down our episode art. William Powell is our European sports correspondent. Noah Landstrom is our animal mascot hunting expert. Ben Poopboy Polino is the in-house trainer who treats our boo-boos. Vicky Grew, Maddie Daly, and Jamie Johar joined us for some great locker room talk. Nathan Kovacs donated beer for our New England episode, and you can donate too by bugging us, your buds. Our intro song samples Dreams by DJ Quads. Check out Chill Out Records on YouTube and chilloutmedia.com. Bug us to donate beer to us or just ask us random questions at slamdrunkpod at gmail.com. Please do not drink if you are under the age of 21 unless you are taking your holy football communion at the Church of Football. In Judaism and Christianity, you can drink underage, so why not at the Church of Football? Crack yourself open a beer, kids. We wear masks, though, in this religion, especially during pandemics. And you better bet your fucking oysters, kids, that we might wear them afterwards, too. So wear a mask if you want to cut your pee-pee off and join our religion, children. I just got ranch dressing on my laptop trackpad. Get fucked, baby boy. We love ranch. Oh my god. Wait, wait. Oh my god. No, okay, there's no more left to that. (laughs) Drew, can you force yourself to burp like real small on command? Like very small, but it's it's like a it's like an acids coming up kind of thing. Same here. Do you want to do the alphabet real quick? Just back uh, and forth. No, I, I don't think I can do that. Oh. Yeah, I, I'd like to hear you try though. No, I I would need someone to tag off with. Uh, a, B, oh, no, I'm gonna throw up if I do that. You got E. You got E. Uh, <laughs> Follow us on. <laughs> what if we uh, spelled Gmail. out the email with burps? <laughs> uh, no, I can't do it. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs>